You know, there has been a call to extend last call in Toronto bars, and the city is actually entertaining the idea. This Friday, the city's Economic Development Committee will hear from Dr. Joel Ray from St. Mike's Hospital. He's a researcher, and he's going to speak on the subject. He was on with Matt and Sapria this morning on the AM 640 Morning Show. And I am not completely sold. So here with the second opinion is Toronto ER physician and 640 contributor, Dr. Brett Belchetz. Uh, Dr. Ray warns that extending hours will lead to significant, uh, significantly more violence in the city. Uh, Dr. Belchetz, what are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, I have mixed thoughts on this. So certainly there is research that Dr. Ray is uh, talking about. And so there's research from both when Ontario extended its hours of last call from 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. that show that episodes of violence went up as a result uh, as the the, the longer we extended those hours, the more violence we were seeing in the city. And certainly there is other research coming out of European countries that for every hour that last call was extended, we saw an uptick in violence in terms of what we were seeing from patrons coming out of those bars. So, you know, you know it's obvious to anybody that, you know, the later that you extend those hours, uh, the more alcohol is being consumed, the later in the night uh, people are going to be doing things that they probably shouldn't be doing. And the more uh, episodes of violence and aggression, et cetera, tend to result from that. Now, the other side of the equation is that we all do know that with an earlier last call, you tend to have a very large amount of people spill out onto the street all at the same time, which is certainly a recipe for violence as well. And we're we're very well familiar with that in the streets of Toronto where, you know, 2 a.m. last call comes, everybody gets put out on the streets all at the same time. And that sort of forcible ejection from all these establishments all at at once creates a mass crowd effect Mm -hmm. that is difficult for law enforcement to deal with and can result in violence as well. So, you know, there's two sides of the argument, but, uh, you know, overall what I would say is we have to go with, you know, what the data suggests and the data, I think, you know, from jurisdictions where this has been studied shows that certainly there is more risk with later hours of closure. Okay, put us uh, into an emergency room because that's, you know, you're a Toronto emergency physician. Uh, you know, what are you seeing at 2 a.m. on a weekend as opposed to like 2 a.m. on a, uh, you know, Tuesday night? Yeah, absolutely. It's a very different experience. So when I'm working in the emergency room on Tuesday, 2 a.m., you know, on a weeknight, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, typically it's a very quiet night. We're seeing people with mostly medical illnesses coming in and by two or three in the morning, not a lot of people coming in the door. Whereas, you know, what we'll see on a Friday night or a Saturday night is a big uptick in visits that starts around 2 or 3 a.m. after the bars close, and a lot of these are traumatic injuries. So, you know, we see a lot of people that have been in fist fights. We see a lot of lacerations. We see broken bones from those fights. Uh, we see people, you know, sometimes with more serious injuries, like from stab wounds. Occasionally, there are shootings, as you know. Uh, it's a very, very different picture on the weekend versus the weekdays, and certainly it all seems to cluster around the time that the bars close. And so, you know, I can tell you from my firsthand experience that, you know, anything that is going to potentially exacerbate that is going to be something that makes our lives more difficult in the emergency room. It's really not good for the population at large. So, you know, I think that we, we have a nice balance here as it stands right now. And I would be concerned about, you know, doing things that could potentially tip things in a direction to incite more violence in our city. You mentioned uh, the injuries, you know, there's stabbings, there's shootings uh, and, uh, you know, I guess beatings. Uh, how much would that cost in medical care? It sounds like it would be quite expensive. Do uh, Does the cost of medical care go up exponentially on the weekends after bars close? Well, you know, I'm not going to say that, that the cost of medical care goes up exponentially. I mean, we're seeing all sorts of different stuff throughout the week. I mean, medical care is very expensive throughout the week at all times. But, you know, what I would say is that the characteristics of the damage done and the people that it's done to are very different. So typically what we're seeing during the week is we're seeing younger or we're seeing older people with more medical conditions, people who are sort of at a stage in their life where they expect to get sick and need to be taken care of. But what we're seeing on the weekends is much more young people. And so what I'd say more so than the medical care being expensive, it's the societal cost. So when you take 
somebody who is, you know, in the prime of their life in their 20s and they're coming in, they're stabbed or they're shot, you know, now you're taking multiple decades of productivity potentially out of their life. So I would say more so than the healthcare costs going up, you're looking at a massive societal impact in terms of us having to deal with that person's inability to be productive potentially as a result of those injuries for decades to come. Do you have to have more staff on on a weekend in the ER? Well, we typically staff at the same levels. Uh, you, you know, we're you know we are busy at all times. There really is never so much as a quiet time. Uh, what I would say is that the types of rooms that we need and the types of facilities we need are different. So, you know, when we're dealing with a lot of trauma on a weekend, when we're dealing more with sort of you know lacerations, broken bones, et cetera, it does put a toll on the part of the department where we can fix those injuries. We only have a certain number of bays where we can actually fix those types of traumatic injuries. And so certainly it, it puts us in a difficult situation in that, you know, we struggle to process that volume of trauma. So, uh, you know, all of our staff are multi-trained. They're all able to handle medical illness and traumatic injury. So it's not so much more staff, different staff, but really the physical infrastructure that's very limiting and very difficult for us to change on a whim when the types of injuries coming in are different on the weekend. Dr. Belchetz, we're talking uh, about the idea of the city looking into extending the last call hours in the city of Toronto. And I, I want to know, you know, you've already mentioned fighting. That's, uh, you know, I'm guessing that's a byproduct of drinking. But are you seeing any injuries in the emergency rooms due to excessive drinking? Yeah, uh, 100%. So, you know, the injuries we're seeing are not just from assault. So we certainly see impaired driving injuries going up. We certainly see things like falls actually quite commonly. You know, one of the most common injuries that we see from alcohol consumption are people who their balance is impaired and they fall, they twist their ankle, they hit their head, they go down the stairs. You know, all of these are actually quite considerably traumatic to the body. So those, you know, can cause head injuries that are significant, spinal injuries that are significant, broken bones, lacerations, et cetera. So it doesn't have to be two people getting into a fight, just the sheer uh, impact on people's ability to coordinate what they're doing and you know get down a flight of stairs is a huge contributor to all of the difficulties that this may actually cause to come to us in the emergency room. Now this question I'm going to pose to you not necessarily as a doctor but just a, a person do you think that people would drink less if they didn't you know feel like they're up against a clock? Well you know I, I think that that's one of the questions that's out there and I think that that's one of the things that proponents of you know advancing that hour would say is that they would say that people are binge drinking because they feel that they have to get all of their alcohol in a certain amount of time and you know I think that makes sense if we don't have the data in front of us I think that you know that that one-off sort of psychological evaluation we would say yeah that makes sense and we think people might actually drink less over a longer period of time because they're not in a rush but that's not really what the data shows so what the data does show is that in jurisdictions with later closing hours, people tend to just keep drinking more for longer. And it's not it's not a lower level of consumption. It's more of the same consumption over a longer period of time. Dr. Belchetz, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.